When you talk about faith, many think about pastor's candors and flamboyant ministers. Yet we know from scripture that faith is not just a category, but a framework of thinking, a worldview. This podcast seeks to create biblically faithful and culturally engaging conversations where life and faith meet. Worldview Wednesday is a production of Veracity Found. For more information, visit our website, www.veracityfound.org. We're back from the break and uh, very, very interesting conversations there, even as the, the switch was off, basically, yeah. Uh, but we continue to hear about this theme and uh, very biblically faithful conversations indeed and uh, culturally conversant. Worldview Wednesday. Yeah. Can I ask Jesus in my heart? I don't know whether my understanding of that would be the same as somebody else's understanding, but I think um, one of one of the major problems that we have right now is is the understanding that when I I I ask Jesus into my heart in quotes, then I am born again. Mm. That is a very wrong understanding because. Because it makes the work of God dependent on my, my decision, yeah, you know. And yet, that's not what Scripture teaches, you know. In John three, it mm. is the work of God and God alone. Mm. And so, whether it is that which uh, call, I think many theologians would call decision, decision or regeneration, mm. or um, baptismal. So, for example, there are a lot of people who think when I am baptized, then I am born again. Mm-hmm. Mm. Baptismal regeneration. That is the understanding, the Catholic understanding, and probably some My parents were Christian. Yeah, you know. Mm. So, but but um, again, it's that is also dependent on the action of man, mm. which is wrong. So, it it uh, if I am asking Jesus into my heart, okay. It's a very faulty thing, but I'll give it to you if your understanding is that God has first worked in me. That's it. Um, yeah. Changed the disposition of my heart mm-hmm. to desire Him. Mm. So at that point, and and that is the process of being, if I call it a process, yeah. the act of being born again, mm. being regenerated. Then. I can comfortably ask the Lord to, you know, He's in my heart, but to come, ask, take to come into my heart is to then come and take control of every decision that I make. Yeah. And and that is something that I can pray over and over again for yeah. Him to come and be the Lord of my life yeah. and uh, lead me and, and, and in every decision that I make, in mm. every step that I take, in everything that I do, mm. that He is Lord. If that is your understanding, then that is okay. But if your understanding is that I am asking Jesus into my heart to save me uh, so that I can be born again, then that is what they call decision regeneration and it is very wrong. And you see the thing is, eh? while while Joff was saying that, um, it is not that we are negating the fact that you actually can be born again by making that step or faith or whatever what we are saying is your born againness 
or your salvation is not dependent on that step you get in other words and, and i think that the place that this whole asking jesus into your heart thing the place that it comes from is a place of control you get eh? as human beings there eh? we want to eh? yes we want to have contributed <laughs> yeah. something yeah. to this salvation thing you can't just tell me but now i've just come out of what as in like at least i must have played a part yeah. i must have as in you there was a part that i played somewhere and yet you know the more that we get to know god the more we realize eh? he already chose his own you get for a particular time in a particular place season what like paul says everyone is in the place that they are in for a particular reason for that time it has been ordained of god so the thing is that for us to insist on asking jesus into our hearts comes from a place of jessica played a part at least i i made the bold step i went in front i said this i did this i did the other i i contributed you get eh? as in like Yes, I contributed, and yet that's not how it works. It and I'm, and and you know the thing that now that comes to my mind, eh? um, maybe from motherhood, is the fact that there, you know, like even in in motherhood itself, eh? or parenthood. Let me say parenthood because they're like men here. Mm-hmm. So Gen- like, <laughs> like it's more it's more gender friendly. They're like men here who are fathers. So so there is actually a seed for the child to start to grow in a woman's womb i cannot wake up one day and i give birth to a child without there being a seed for that for that child to have grown and then the process eh, it is nine whole months before the day when we say that child was born on this particular day the same way there is a seed of god that is activated by the spirit of god over a season of time until even if i walked out on that day to the front of the church and said i gave my heart to jesus or invited jesus into my heart there was already a background process that was happening it didn't happen in that instant of now i felt like what 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 now i now i have jesus you get and i think that that also sets a very dangerous precedent for christianity or for salvation because sometimes the people who walk down the aisle walk down out of fear they've been manipulated into a place where they realize hey as in like let me do this you get eh? like let me do this emotions and then over time there is there is no walk with Christ, there is no change in their lives, there is no transformation happening within them. And then, you know, someone will say, I deconverted, or those fancy yeah. words that we use. So I think that it's important for us to come at it from a place of understanding that there is work happening in the hearts of men, of people. Yeah, men, they so, I think just uh, men. Uh, but in the hearts of uh, people, hearts of and people. a work of the, spirit, the spirit of, of spirit. God, mm. you get. So, Jeffrey, does that mean that uh, that the emotions don't play a role in our? Where where is the place for emotions in our conversion? In our conversion? Yeah, like if I feel in our Christian very life, strongly, like in our even Christian even life, eventually in our Christian um, life. I I think I think God fashions once he has given birth to us mm-hmm. um, and brought us to himself then he fashions our emotions so that they are continuously getting aligned to his will 
Yeah. So there not is dictating. A, no, 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 will, not. They will. <laughs> <laughs> no. Over so there is a place for the emotion. Yeah. Um. To be subject to the will of God. Yeah. And to His word, but to bring me to that point as a guide to His will, because God is God wants the whole of me. Mm-hmm. You know. He has saved the whole of me, body, spirit, and soul, if you want to do that tripartite way. Um, the whole of me, emotions included, to serve his purpose and to, to, to serve his will, to do his will. So there is, there is a part of emotions, um, for emotions rather, in, in that way, but not in the conversion Process. process if there, if it is a process or act not in the act of being born again i think that is um that is the work of god and god alone and i'm yeah. telling you once we do not realize that once we do not appreciate that mm-hmm. um, then we are robbing god of his glory mm-hmm. because the glory of god is at stake if i did even one percent of that yeah. um if i contributed even 1.0.01% that I deserve part of that glory. Mm-hmm. So when I go to, to heaven, um, part of it should be his and part of the glory should be mine. My returns. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know but I played a part. Certainly scripture is very clear that all glory belongs to the Lord. Salvation, mm-hmm. Salvation belongs to the Lord. The Lord mm-hmm. You know? And it is his totally and completely. So the glory of God is at stake. Yeah. So Jeffrey, in, as we sum up this um, this particular theme, what you talk about actually makes me think of the next thing we're going to be talking about in terms of, uh, of, of our music. I read a quote recently that uh, some of us in our worship we put a cut feelings before the horse of belief mm-hmm. and uh, it caught my mind but that's for another mm-hmm. theme yeah. i just thought i would touch it a bit but what would you what wouldn't you miss what would you not miss in preaching the gospel in the gospel what should we not miss in preaching the gospel in your view again um in in the biblical view not in your view <laughs> Yeah. What should it be? It's biblical. I want to assume. <laughs> I want to assume. Yeah, but again, um, the need for the sinner to recognize that he is a sinner. Yeah. For this postmodern world, uh, to tell somebody that they are, you know, sinners might be a problem, but Hate they speech. need to. Mm. They yeah. need to, because you cannot see the need for redemption if you do not see, if you don't recognize the condition you're in. That's right. Yeah. So, so then, to to be able to recognize that he is a sinner and that he cannot absolutely save himself, not in any way. He cannot. He is doomed. He is dead. Yeah. In fact, that's what scripture says: dead in sin. Mm. And so, bringing him to that point of recognition of that, and then um, spelling out that it's only Christ who can redeem him. Yeah. So that you point him to Christ, um, uh, and so plead to him to come to Christ. Mm. 
to cry out to Christ. And I think perf- a perfect example of, of, of that is, is, is the very first um, sermon that is preached in the New Testament. Yeah. Read chapter 2 of Acts. You know, Peter is constantly pointing out to them how sinful they are. Mm-hmm. Constantly pointing to their sinfulness and mentioning struck to the heart, cut yeah. to the heart. Yeah. And after yes, after as a result of that, yeah. but mentioning that it's only through the name of Christ that they can be saved. Mm-hmm. And so they have to believe in Christ. They have to come to a point where they um, recognize that without Christ they are doomed, they're dead. And so then they they cry out to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know because. Because once that is done, then the conviction is what should lead to a decision, a reasoning decision that's going to be done. So that we do not insist on the decision, we insist on on we preach the word of God so that the word of God can convict and lead the person to a decision. That's it. Okay? So the the, the people asked, brothers, what should we do? And then Peter says, and the preceding verse, I think, says, <laughs> they were cut to the heart. They were cut to mm. the heart. And then they asked, yes. what, shall we, what shall, we shall we do? So it's a state of helplessness. It's a state of all have sinned and yeah. fallen short. Yeah. Mm. It's a recognition of that. That's not popular in our feel-good culture. Mm. I wonder. I wonder what. what sorry, I cut you short. Yeah. Anyway, so 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 that yeah. and and you see that again very perfectly. Uh, when Peter is, rather when Paul is in the jail, in, in the Philippian jail, yeah. and, and again, 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 the jailer asks. So the jailer is the one who gets to that point where they, like, they are convicted that they ask, what should I do? Mm. You know, and then Paul says, believe on the Lord Jesus, yeah. and you will be yeah, saved, you and your family. So, so to bring that the sin by the help of the Holy Spirit certainly mm. to that point so that they out of their own decision mm. make yeah. that decision come to, to the Lord. Yeah. So you avoid manipulation, um, you avoid a place where you have people who have supposedly chosen to follow the Lord when they have uh, when their dis, uh, you know, that decision is 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 a surface decision. It is not deep rooted, you know, from a, a changed heart. So, yeah, the need for them to recognize that they are doomed. The preaching of Christ alone as the name through which they will. Be Does is that hurt my esteem if you tell me I'm doomed? Yeah, Different. it should cut your esteem. We should. should Deal with Would that. you be helping me if you attack my esteem by telling me I'm doomed? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm totally, totally depraved. And that's scripture says. That's what scripture says. Mm-hmm. So scripture, the word of God is not Where? really, uh, as we say, it, it's not dependent on, subject to our feelings. Mm-hmm. Our feelings should get aligned to that. So yeah. we are doomed without Christ, and that is uh, given. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to feel bad about it when you die, um, you, you will be doomed. I mean, you, yeah. God will not say, okay, for you, you felt bad about it, so maybe you'll go to purgatory. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Geoffrey. You're listening to Worldview Wednesday. I'm with Geoffrey Bazira and uh, Jessica Layado, and uh, just talking through 
what does it mean to be born again in a country mm. that's nominal like ours mm. that's uh, 80% christian and uh, we then we said with a, a range of churches per kilometer mm. Mm. we almost said per capita but per kilometer <laughs> per, that, that per capita may also apply for the for spirited gospel yeah. but in this sense <laughs> per, per kilometer, kilometer. there is a church so yeah. it's, it's very key for us to identify what does it mean to be born again any other thoughts that come to mind as we sum up this theme um Jessica, feel free to just not any how what have you noticed any other abuses of of the conversion experience any other excesses that can distract the gospel or any other any other you know methods mm. you know strategies these days our churches are we are huge on marketing yeah, i mean we have, we have logos we have oh, we have all these things mm. they're not bad yeah but uh, where or where can the gospel get shrouded in that? Exactly. Have you noticed any yeah. random things? Just I, random things. It's important thing. that she says that they are not bad. You get even speaking about emotions, emotions are not bad. You get of course like after the fall, emotions are also like they are skewed. Is that the word I'm looking for? Is that what I'm looking for? I can't remember what word that is. But like to show that our emotions are not inherently good. We desire evil. We desire wickedness. Um, and if you left I won't even go far and say if you left people to their emotions, if you left me to my emotions the truth of the matter is eh? mm. I cannot tell you that I will please God mm. like mm. as in <laughs> mm. 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 of course us. now all that the more that I walk with God the more I eh, check renewed. them eh, with yeah. the word of God the yeah. more I'm renewed but if we were left to our emotions we are capable of so much evil so much wickedness um, but the beauty is Christ redeems these emotions he redeems them. Um, and what Joff was saying earlier on, uh, that the word of God should not be subjected to what we feel. What we feel must be subjected to the, to the word, the word of, God. of God. We continue with the conversation. Remember Worldview Wednesday, biblically faithful, culturally conversant conversations as we continue with this theme. Catch you after the break. We'll get to talk some more. Thank you for listening. Worldview Wednesday is a production of Veracity Found. For more information, visit our website, www.veracityfound.org.